This podcast contains spoilers for Star Wars Episodes 1 through 7. If you haven't seen Star Wars Episodes 1 through 7, listen at your own risk. Da, 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 da. You sound insane. You realize that? Yeah. The whole world got crazy. Seriously? It's showtime. Happy Star Wars Trailer Day to the Mam Fam out there. And it's uh, it's Kent and Brian, your official Star Wars guides here on the mm-hmm. Mad About Movies podcast. And as the official podcast of Star Wars, uh, it's our duty every time one of these trailers drops to break it all down. I think we're, uh, we're we should trademark the Star Wars trailer reaction podcast. I think we can <laughs> can throw some lawsuits around uh, with that one. But uh, as is tradition, the Star mm-hmm. Wars trailer is out, and so Brian. And I are here to talk about it with you. And we um, rejected Richard, as is also true. <laughs> Richard has tried to get on these episodes. We we will not let it happen. Yeah. We do not yeah. want him to sully what we've built here. Yeah. But um, man, this is a this is a good time. I just got out of the uh, three hour um, Blade Runner screening, and we're going to be talking about Blade Runner two thousand forty nine this week on the show. So stay tuned uh, the next day or two for that episode. Yeah, but um, I could not have timed this any better because I saw (laughs) I got out of work and I went straight to the Blade Runner screening because it's a Mm -hmm. three hour movie. Right. And I had to get that in or or otherwise I was going to see it at 10 p.m. There's Mm -hmm. no way I was going to stay awake until 1 a.m. or whatever it was when I would get out of that thing. So so I made that work and I heard the the last Jedi trailer was dropping today, this evening during Monday Night Football. I was like, okay, well, you know, it'll air whenever, and I'll go home and watch it on uh, YouTube, whatever it is, and get ready for this episode. So I go home, walk home, literally turned on my TV, and I'm not kidding, within three seconds of turning on Monday Night Football, he said, coming up next, the trailer to The Last Jedi, and I was Gosh. like, so flawless. Like You're you're so lucky. I, I watched an entire half of Vikings Bears. <laughs> it was so. a three to two game at halftime, which sounded great. I'm sorry the I missed it. worst that. football game I've ever seen. <laughs> But uh, it worked out great for me to to turn it on, and right as I turned on the TV, the stormtroopers were taking the field uh, at Soldier Field, uh, and uh, they, they I'm assuming they debuted the trailer in the stadium there as well, uh, as well as Monday Night Football. And I guess we can kind of start off this conversation just kind of talking about um, the anticipation for this movie. Yeah, Mitchell, Mitch Mitchell Trubisky's Trubisky. rookie season <laughs> yeah. and uh, Case Keenum's uh, quarterback rating. If we oh, want to break that down, mm, uh, maybe on time. the uh, on the VIP feed, we'll get to that sometime. <laughs> but but um, just let's just talk about the strategy of, of releasing this trailer. This movie is um, less than ninety days out at this point, and uh, and it's right around the corner. And this is, I believe, the furthest we've waited for a Star Wars trailer um, for before a movie comes out. I mean, this is uh, close. Yeah, it's, it's close. cutting it pretty close um, because I, I believe this one comes out before. Um, before the Force Awakens did, right? Force Awakens is the last yeah. week of December. I believe this is the first or second week of December. This this debuts, Mid- um, yeah, September or December fifteenth. So yeah, yeah, so it's about so a. It's about the same. It's about the same. It was the eighteenth, I believe, for the uh, for the Force right. Awakens. So yeah, and Force close. Awakens last trailer came out October nineteenth. So we're, I mean, it's it's pretty close. We're around the same time. They're they're on yeah. they're on brand at this point. I think I feel like this revealed a lot more than than the Force Awakens trailer number two 
proved, or trailer number three it was. There was two mm-hmm. kind of teasers for The Force Awakens and then uh, the, the first, uh, the long, the two and a half minute trailer. Yeah. Uh, this one, we only got the teaser, which showed us very little. It showed us Ray and Luke, and it showed us glimpses of Kylo Ren and uh, kind of what to expect. But this one uh, definitely um, shed a little bit more light on what is to come with The Last Jedi. Uh, but just kind of talk, kick things off here. Of course, Lucasfilm Star Wars is a Disney property now, mm-hmm. and uh, as is ESPN a Disney property now. And uh, just kind of cool how they premiered this. Uh, it's another conversation in and of itself. There's another strategy doing this, but uh, I thought it was a cool way to both promote a, a terrible game. I don't know if they had planned <laughs> yeah. to originally do yeah. this, but uh, as soon as it was, you know, Keenum versus Trubisky, they're probably, Hey, can we get that star Wars trailer <laughs> on there? And yeah, you know, pump that yeah. up a little bit, but um, it's just cool. Not cool. It's just interesting to see how these just conglomerate, um, all works as one to uh, mm-hmm, pitch mm-hmm. to make uh, to pitch their different properties and to you know you you never see a shortage of Disney World commercials on ESPN games and and things like that so um, definitely different strategy this time around uh, to to release this and uh, to premiere it but um, I saw I just just watched it one more time the trailer and we're gonna go through this mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna break it all down we're gonna go kind of shot by shot as we usually do kind of speculate and uh and, and talk about that but um uh, i watched it for like the second or third time here right before jumping on and within within the hour it had i think a million plays on youtube already <laughs> on the on the official star wars account i'm sure there are five thousand right. other movie blogs that have already ripped it and posted it as their own mm-hmm. too so mm-hmm. yeah. um man i gotta say i really like this trailer but um I don't know if I'm just used to awesome Star Wars right now, but I wasn't like punching the screen like I was for The Force Awakens because that mm-hmm. that just felt like uh, we hadn't seen those characters in so long. And uh, for me, I'm just excited to where this is going to go in the future. Um, for The Force Awakens, I was just excited to see the old stuff again, you know. And um, right, right. Um, so, I guess general thoughts on this this trailer, The Last Jedi, where you kind of stand on on this right now. Um, I would have been fine not even seeing this trailer. This just kind of got me mm-hmm. a little bit more excited, but um, it didn't spoil too much for me at all. Yeah, I'm in that boat too. Like I, I'm on record as I don't. I would like for big, big blockbusters like this. I would like for there to be a trailer and that's it, and just be like, okay, and that be the status quo. We, we're clearly in a, I don't know, in a market where that's not possible. Like because people have been freaking out about not having a Star Wars trailer for for like two or three months now like i mean we periodically get tweets or emails or whatever from people saying hey what you know are you guys stressed out that the uh there hasn't been a trailer yet for star wars i'm like no it's fine it doesn't like it this is how it works but regardless i would love to be in a spot where i saw that first trailer maybe that first teaser trailer could have been like 30 seconds longer and that that would have been fine. I would have been totally fine not getting um, any further piece of hype because, as I've said before, mm-hmm. you're either going to see Star Wars or you're not. It doesn't – I really – I don't know. <laughs> maybe there's like point zero 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 three percent of the population that's like, I don't know about this Star Wars. Oh, that trailer looked pretty good. I'm in or vice versa. You know, Like, no, I'm out on now. I can't do it. But, um, you know, so I, I don't need another trailer. But if you're going to – if you're going to do my friend Jason, who's been on the show a couple times, 
he's like hardcore avoiding trailers and trying he doesn't want to know anything he wants to go in completely clean and i'm kind of like i'm the opposite of that i'm like let's i don't want any spoilers really but if you're gonna put a trailer out there i am going to watch it even though in my i'm saying to myself look i really don't need this but as soon as you get you know as soon as they started saying hey it's gonna debut on monday night football i'm like oh my gosh i can't wait you know and i start getting really excited about that and so i can't keep myself um away from it but to your point i don't know that we i i would love to see in 10 years that this this type of thing just doesn't happen anymore for the big movies that we all know we're gonna see just like just call it a day give us a trailer three four five months out and then just keep playing that trailer or whatever just keep rolling it's fine we yeah. we all know we're seeing star wars you know yeah exactly and uh, I, uh before we get into this uh we do need to talk about the the poster it's a good poster they yeah. they, they debuted uh, the official poster not the teaser poster uh official character cast poster and it looks awesome a lot mm-hmm. of red um very similar to the to the uh, Force Awakens poster, and that it's a collage of all the characters together in this mm-hmm. uh, in a shape. I guess it's more triangular this time, sure. Than anything, um, kind of culminating at the peak with with Luke Jet- Luke uh, Skywalker, uh, the Jedi at the top, um, and uh, his robe and beard. And just from the looks of the poster, I gotta say, man, L- Luke makes an awesome Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. elder figure i'm sure that's going to be the one of the big points uh coming out of the movie for us is that i just never expected that little kid from tatooine to be this awesome bad a jedi at this point mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um i'm just really excited to see where that goes but it's a re- it's already an iconic image and we haven't even seen we haven't even heard the character speak on screen <laughs> let's be honest so you know yeah. it's pretty it's awesome it's pretty awesome but uh, yeah, the, the 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 poster is is better. I think they both of these posters are better than both of the uh, the Force Awakens posters, and um, just really cool to see uh, the direction mm-hmm. they're going in. Sure. So, where should we start with this, Brian? I mean, we can go right off the bat, right off the top. I guess we get a little get a little Snoke action from the very beginning. Right. So we're getting a little clearly we're getting more of that character and what his bit is, which I'm yeah. excited about. And um, an overarching um, just observation, uh, this is going to be the most well-shot Star Wars movie we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I think this trailer yeah, confirms no that. Question. We've never really seen somebody shoot a Star Wars film that is a great um, cinematographer, director, known for that. You know, J.J. Mm-hmm. Abrams was mocked mm-hmm. for his cinematography, if, any, if anything else, with uh, an overabundance of lens flares and cliches and things like that. Um, Ryan Johnson knows how to work a camera. He's got a distinct... Yeah visual style um definitely a lot more depth of field this time around than i've ever seen in star wars i'm excited about that yeah way more of an artistic way to go about it and um a lot more iso shots on people's faces and personalities and um i am really excited to see how personal this movie is and um another observation right off the top brian and i guess we could start here is the homages and similarities to Empire Strikes Back. Where what yeah. kind of what kind of uh, hit you over the over the head as far as stuff you recognize? Yeah, I think if you were one of the people that complained about how Force Awakens was a remake of A New Hope, um, I think you're going to have a field day with this. I, I can't imagine. I mean, I don't care. I have you know that was my favorite movie of 2015. I watch Force Awakens as often as 
any other film and I love it and and I thought they I thought JJ did a fantastic job of finding um a balance on uh, nostalgia versus bringing something new to the table reaching back to allow for new stuff moving forward and stuff but Mm -hmm. uh but this one's very clearly I mean this is it's not just that it's the second movie in the series it's it's pretty clear that this is uh this is going to draw a lot from just in terms of of narrative and um the structure from empire strikes back just, you know, obvious i mean in obvious ways you know with with uh luke training ray and uh and you know they're both of them kind of fighting their own demons in a way mm-hmm. but even the way it's shot and the um just from what we see in the trailer, obviously the the sh- the shots and the the locations and settings and all of these things, I think are are very uh, very reminiscent of Empire Strikes Back. And so, you know, again, if you're if you're one of the people that that didn't like that about Force Awakens, then uh, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you that you're probably not gonna like that about this movie. It's gonna be it's gonna be a lot worse than the, yeah. They're this I think they're around. doubling down. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and and not to mention the fact that Adam Driver in an interview said it's a lot like The Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. Like he sells a direct <laughs> quote from him, so um, he can't be any more um, subtle than that, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So let's go through this, and I'm sure we'll talk about um, specific uh, references to Empire as we go through this. So it starts out with a voiceover, and I believe this is Snoke, a voiceover talking to mm-hmm. Kylo Ren. Yeah. Do you think? Yeah. Or he says so. when I first. Uh, when well, I first or, found or you. Ray. He may be talking to Ray. Okay, yes, yeah. I think that's, that's true. That's I think that's what we're hinting at more than anything else. And I know a lot of people were saying uh, that this was you know filled with spoilers and gave stuff away. We'll get to all Let's, that. We'll we'll get to that in the end. But I I would I would caution that Ryan Johnson. Um, it's not just that he's a he's a very 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 good filmmaker. It's that um, I think as much as anyone who could have. You know, be who could be the director of a Star Wars movie. He understands. Uh, I think he understands social media, and he understands the fan communities and all of these things. So, like, I'm just saying, I it may totally turn out to be exactly like what we think it is from this trailer. But I also think there's a really good chance that some of this stuff is misdirect purposefully, just to you know, because you can cut if you have an entire film, you can cut it to look like however you want in a two and a half minute trailer, and so. Yep. I think there's a lot of spots where people were freaking out already, and I'm like, just just give it a second. Let's see what happens. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm assuming just the, from the way the trailer is built and uh, kind of how that those scenes are laid over that voiceover is that Kylo Ren and Snoke are in the same kind of situation as Luke and Ray. He's he's kind mm-hmm. of the apprentice in training to Snoke. Meanwhile, Ray is kind of the apprentice in training to Luke. And they're both kind of dealing with these things back and forth. You know, we're cutting back and forth in the movie between them. And uh, something happens with Snoke. Something happens with Luke. Uh, that forces Ray and um, Kylo Ren to meet, you know, physically meet somewhere. And uh, perhaps, like we said, join forces or um, perhaps they're recruiting Ray to the dark side or vice versa mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, that that's how I kind of believe it is those kind of, those two storylines play in parallel till about the middle or into the, into the third act of the movie. And then, mm-hmm. um, and then we kind of see as just as the trailer is structured towards yeah. the end, uh, we have some kind of cliffhanger or shocker um, right at the outset too. 
I said this was going to have a twist. This movie is going to have a shocking something is going to happen. Um, if we if we believe Luke to be the Yoda Obi Wan character in this, if we're structuring it the same as the original trilogy, Luke's going to die here, right? Yoda dies mm-hmm. in, in Empire, and Obi Wan wasn't even around in Empire. So to bring Luke into Episode Nine, I believe I think would be unnecessary. And uh, so I, I think he's going to go at some point. But the question remains, what is that twist going to be? Uh, it, I said something was going to happen with Ray. Ray could possibly die in this. Who knows? So there's going to be some kind of shocker. Mm-hmm. And um, they kind of hinted at the shocker here that, that Ray could, in fact, um, be influenced by the dark side just because she's so helpless. Right. As, as it right. seems. And I think you're going to get some just based on what we know about Luke, what we've seen uh, in this trailer and in the previous trailer. There's very clearly um, not just hesitance, but I think downright um, refusal to properly train her for fear of what she is going to become. And so I think you're looking at uh, you're potentially going to have her, I don't know, going to Kylo Ren or or trying to go potentially going to the dark side not necessarily because she wants to go <laughs> to break bad it's but just because she wants some freaking answers and i yeah. think that's um that's hinted at pretty heavily or or perhaps there's a bond between them mm-hmm. that we have yeah. not don't know about mm-hmm. and they yeah, and she totally. looks she looks deep within her heart and mm-hmm. and her fate and knows uh let's just say uh you <laughs> to quote uh, another one of our favorites, you never turn your back on family. Uh, <laughs> right, so right. maybe there's a reveal there or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So, uh, okay, let's go this chronologically shot by shot. So it starts out with that voiceover, and we have a shot of Kylo Ren looking at some kind of factory of some kind. Yeah, it's um, like a weapons factory. A weapons or, or a, a ship factory. So mm-hmm. we're assuming they're building some kind of army. The First Order is building some kind of... Uh, army for some kind of invasion or some kind of war mm-hmm. that we're going to see either in this film or in another. And then we cut to uh, what look like AT-AT walkers, but are uh, obviously a yeah. new evolution of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, along with, it looks like Kylo Ren's ship there uh, leading them into battle. And uh, something that's just been cool about this, and I believe we talked about this in, in sort of some of our first Force Awakens trailer reactions, was how it seems that the First Order has just taken what was established with the uh, the Empire. Yeah. And just kind of, like I said, maybe they saw a drawing or something of an ad at and like, wow, those are awesome. How do we make our own version mm-hmm. of that? Mm-hmm. You know, they're just kind of mimicking or trying to copy what has been done before. That's why everything kind of looks similar. Like the stormtroopers are similar, but they're not the same. Uh, it just seems like it's just such a cool evolution of everything. And not just they're not just rolling out ad ats to just to, for us to be going oh those ad at walkers like we did in in Rogue One right. you know mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. this is this is a really cool evolution of I believe a truthful evolution of where the dark side would be if sure. this if this actually took place thirty years later after Jedi and all that um, mm-hmm, it's really mm-hmm. cool to see the evolution of uh, these ships but yeah cool shot at the beginning yeah uh, like I said. Uh, very reminiscent of uh, of Empire and the shot of the mm-hmm. Adat uh, walking on Hoth. Um, if you're asking me, and I think I said this in our in our first Jedi, last Jedi trailer reaction for the teaser, I think the movie's going to start out with a scene very similar to Empire. That scene, uh, like we see on this desert planet um, with the Adat walkers, and um, there's a there's a shot later in this trailer of 
like it looks like a wolf or like a dog of some kind, you know, yeah, running and little, turning back. I guarantee you that's going to be the first scene of the movie. It's going to start on this desolate planet and those little creatures <laughs> are going to walk by and they're going to like turn their back and be like, oh, invasion, you know, like uh, just like they do in The Force Awakens when BB-8 turns around and it's like, what? Mm-hmm. Kylo Ren's coming. And that the, that's what alerts the troops and then they all have to scramble to get it get together and then like this shot that you see in the first last Jedi trailer with the ship flying overhead and almost crashing, you know, yeah. everyone's scrambling to try to avoid this. I think that's what this movie's gonna start off this big, awesome, epic battle scene. And I can't freaking wait for it. I know. Yeah. The sequences <laughs> and we'll and we'll get to that I'm sure in a second, but the the uh whatever battle is taking place on that um on the planet where you've got the red dust flying up and stuff looks so cool. Like that's mm-hmm. going to be an incredibly shot sequence, I think. Yeah, I don't know what the dust whether, is yeah. fuel whether, or something like that. Yeah, I don't know what exactly it is, but whether that's opening the movie or mid movie or climate, I think it's opening. Whatever, like I, I, I said, know, but it, it looks incredible. I think that's. Uh, but it that's makes gonna, sense. That's going to yeah, be like synergy standpoint. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's going to see that. And be like, oh, we're an empire now, but mm-hmm. it's kind of better and I, I love the empire people are going to be freaking out in the first five minutes i cannot yeah. wait uh then we get a an overhead view by the way a lot of overhead views in this trailer uh first of all like i said this is gonna be the best shot star wars movie angles and and ways of shooting it that we've never seen uh done before of uh, we see an overhead shot of some troops walking believes looks like that same planet but i can't tell from this angle mm-hmm. and i can't tell what kind of troops these are in the uh, screenshot that i have it's not high enough resolution mm-hmm. i think screen. they're flame troopers flame troopers like, okay that's that's my yeah guess. that does look like them i can't okay you're super they got backpacks on various types of stuff but it's from overhead so i can't yeah. see the front yeah. it might be some kind of different evolution of that who knows could be you know they yeah. reinvent these with every mm-hmm. right it's just a new yeah. toy then we get Getting a really up. we really get a really cool um side profile shot of kylo ren Mm-hmm. With some kind of red background, uh, this might be uh, General Snoke's quarters or something like that. We don't know yet. Kylo Ren's quarters or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but just really cool. Like I'm going to screenshot that right now and like save it as my desktop <laughs> background. I mean, it looks yeah. like a freaking Warhol painting or something. You know, <laughs> yeah, like the, the pop art. You know, the <laughs> right? Yeah, it's like color red just popping. Love mm-hmm. it. It's really interesting the way that I I kind of touched on it a second ago, but that. Um, Snoke's kind of monologue and the way that uh, that the trailer's cut. He's talking, it sounds like he's talking to Kylo Ren and then he cuts to Ray, and it kind of turns into him saying, you are not nearly as special as she is. And so that that is going to lead to some interesting things one way or the other. Yeah. Uh, we get him picking up his lightsaber, which is turned off. We don't know if that's a flashback to him getting it for the first time or if that's in his current state. So it'll be interesting to see there. Uh, there's a lot of backstory with Kylo Ren that I'm yes. really curious about. And I think yeah. there's a whole other movie you can do mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of how he becomes, how he gets the mask even, how he, mm-hmm. how his obsession with Vader and how that all comes to fruition and his, uh, his relationship, of course, with his parents. And then we get a shot of Rey with a lightsaber on the island again. Cut to Lucasfilm logo, and the actual trailer begins at this point. Um, and then we <laughs> good have a start. Good yeah, start. Good, good, good times. All right, I'm in. <laughs> uh, we get another overhead shot of the actual island uh, that we left off from where we left off in The Force Awakens. Ray walking up the island, handing the lightsaber to Luke. 
his metal hand in frame, grasping the lightsaber, curious, and uh, you could see flashbacks in his eyes or, mm-hmm. or you know uncertainty in his eyes and curiosity in his eyes. Um, he knows his duty has come at that point. Uh, we then cut to a shot of Ray walking into a misty cave mountain castle of some kind and uh, a light shining on a book. We believe mm-hmm. this to be the Order of Jedi or whatever it's called. Right. Yeah, like the history books or yeah. something. Yeah. I forgot. The journal of, not the journal, of the wills. That's a different, uh, that's um, that's what the original Star Wars was going right, to be called. Right, right. Um, her looking at that and talking about her destiny, how she's always known she's had something in her that she never knew how to act upon it and uh, always felt that her destiny was bigger than herself, mm-hmm. things of that nature. Cutting back to the island, more shots of Ray uh, training, that same wide shot we got in the uh, the original teaser, the wide shot of her coming around the uh, the mountain, training with the lightsaber with Luke over watching. And then we get a, um, uh, a low shot um, shooting her from below of her training with the sky in the background and the sun mm. behind her. And that looks, that's another screenshot right that's there. Incredible. Holy yeah. freaking crap, man. This yeah. is going to be like lens flare, like, holy crap. <laughs> this guy knows what he's doing. Okay. Her training. And then she stops the, yeah. and cracks the mountain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Luke, you get a taste of her like sheer power. Of her power. Yeah. Luke is frightened, obviously, at this. Um, she Which, places- by the way, we we know like it'll be interesting to watch that unfold with Luke because we know how powerful she is, what kind of power she's capable of, just based on the end of Force Awakens and her fight with Kylo Ren and stuff. But it's going to be interesting to see um, Luke come to grips with that, and and maybe mm-hmm. her too as well, like, right. to really figure out what that means exactly. But you know, I watch Force Awakens pretty frequently, and that sequence when she calls the lightsaber and stuff remains maybe the best sequence within all of the Star Wars films to me. I mean, it's just like, it's so magnificent and so powerful. And um, I think that is going to play a big part, obviously, in like what what's going to happen between her and Luke and how this, how she, where she goes from there and how he takes that. All right, Brian, let's take a quick break and talk more Last Jedi right after this. Hey guys, Kent here on behalf of ZipRecruiter. Are you hiring or do you know somebody who's looking to fill a job? What if hiring could be easier, more streamlined, less time-consuming? With ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards with just one click. Then, ZipRecruiter puts its smart matching technology to work, actively notifying qualified candidates about your job within minutes so you receive the best possible matches. That's why ZipRecruiter's different. Unlike other hiring sites, ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on the right candidates finding you. It finds them. No wonder 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get quality candidates in just one day. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by growing businesses of all sizes and industries to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results by going for free now. Post your job for free. Yes, right now. ZipRecruiter.com slash Matt. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Matt. Try it for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Matt. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And we are back here breaking down the new trailer for The Last Jedi. By the way, Ray, uh, they got some really good cosmetologists on Jakku because her lip gloss looks fantastic <laughs> in this uh, trailer. Um, okay, we get a shot of her concentrating, putting her hand on the ground, 
and then the ground shaking, the similar scene we've already seen. Luke being terrified. Luke flashing back to an event, um, a fire of some kind that he breaks himself out of. I don't know mm, when this happens. Is this, I think that's probably the Jedi Academy that Kylo okay. Ren destroys at some point. And we get a familiar shot of Luke with R2-D2, mm. like we have from Ray's flashback from The Force Awakens. Uh, Luke scared again. Then we get a close-up shot of Kylo Ren's face. Kylo Ren then looking at the helmet, questioning himself and his uh, meaning in life. Um, a close-up of his face in rage, and then in rage, mm-hmm. Kylo Ren smashes his helmet, which we saw the shards of in the first Last Jedi trailer. Um, another side note, if he does that early on in this movie, I'm going to be pretty upset because the freaking mask is badass. <laughs> and I do not want Kylo Ren for two and a half for a movie and a half with no mask. All right. I don't we'll want see. emo Kylo but, Ren. I, I think like we, badass Kylo Ren. I think we're getting Scarface Kylo Ren a lot in this movie. Just just judging by the trailer. What I if think. what if Vader had his mask removed in, <laughs> in 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 Empire and then for a movie and a half we had that awkward, weird mm. Vader. It just would have been the same. I mean we know Kylo Ren without his mask already, of course. Mm-hmm. It's not just some big reveal for him to lose his mask, but uh, I just think that's awesome mm-hmm. and intimidating. And maybe maybe it's just a huge character-building moment in the end, and sure. he turns to the good side. Who knows? Who knows what well, happens Well, yeah, him? and I think, I, think there's, <laughs> I think there's a little bit of allegory to the idea of this guy wants to be Darth Vader so badly. Mm-hmm. Um, and would Darth Vader ever take off his helmet? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. That's part of his bit is to be intimidating, but he can't, he can't pull it off because he's not, he's just not there. And I think that's, there's something to the psychology that goes into that, that maybe it's like, I think Ryan Johnson's pretty, pretty heavy on exploring or pretty Darth Vader. Darth Vader needed his mask to live. Yeah, that's totally true. This is is totally copycat. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's, he's pulling the, uh, the dark helmet thing of, I can't breathe (laughs) on this thing. I'm done. He's just really emo. He looks like he's got a, he's definitely has a scar of some kind. And in that shot and in a, a subsequent shot in the movie, I mean, in the trailer, like he has a bandage of some kind over that yeah. scar mm-hmm. uh, we'll have yeah. to f- wait and see how he gets that scar or wh- where in the chronology uh, the chronology of this movie that scene happens but nonetheless that starts it starts at the end of force awakens he gets cut up pretty good with that's Ray. true so maybe this starts maybe this starts the movie the scarring is yeah that could be totally um start is that a bandage or i guess it is because there's another mm-hmm. shot later here where he does not have that and he looks to be yeah. more healed up um Okay, we then go to a space field where Kylo Ren is flying his Darth Vader-esque TIE fighter around. Um, So cool. He implies here that he has to do his destiny, and then it shows a very scared Carrie Fisher, may she rest in peace, implying that Kylo Ren is going to kill her, Mm, or at least is uh, thinking about doing that, Mm, which mm. would be very emotional for a lot of people at this point if uh, that ended up happening. Yeah, maybe he's conflicted about it and doesn't end up doing it, which I hope is the case. Or maybe they change that at the last minute. Yeah, or maybe uh, they, she's not on the ship that he blows up or something. Yeah, like that. well, they they even go so far in the trailer as to show a close up of Kylo Ren's hand with his hand on the fire button <laughs> right? of the yeah. gun. Yeah, <laughs> and they don't show whether he pushes it or not. Of course, that is a that's a freaking trailer. 
um, if I've ever seen one. So then we get the text this Christmas with a shot of the Millennium Falcon mm. flying through some cavern of some kind, or it looks like um, a mine of crystals or something. Uh, really cool with some light coming through there, being chased by TIE fighters. Uh, then a shot of Chewbacca, who is piloting the Falcon, along with a Porg, who are the new, uh, I guess, <laughs> little R2-D2 BB-8-style uh, mm-hmm. cute things. In the this new universe. Ewoks, yeah. The new yeah. Ewoks. Um, we then have a shot of, ooh, hey, Poe Dameron. Remember him? <laughs> yeah, I don't think this movie is going to be big for Poe and Finn. I think we're going to get more and more as it goes, and then maybe that's a bigger part of the uh, of the third film, but... Just based on what we've seen so far, I that is, I think their their bits are going to be very heavily B story um, compared yeah. to to Ray and Kylo Ren and Luke and Snoke. In a similar way that uh, Han Solo, while a big story when he throws it in carbonite and everything, is definitely <laughs> in the background to Luke and Vader mm-hmm. in um in that. Sure. So, um. Actually, you know, Poe was supposed to die in The Force Awakens in the original thing. So the fact that they're even keeping him around is just kind of, I don't know, service to Oscar Isaac at this point. You know, he was supposed to die, and then J.J.'s like, no, man, I thought of a way to bring you back. And it's such a cool moment in The Force Awakens when he comes back, and then, you know, the Rebels kind of come and save the day at the very end. It's a really cool moment when they're reunited. He's reunited with Finn and all that. Uh, That's a really good... Yeah, yeah I and all know what more they can do with uh, that character. Well, you know, if you cast we'll Oscar Isaac, you should you should try to keep him around because he's really stinking good. So uh, keep him around for a long time. Give him whatever he can figure out to give him because he's he's worth having on screen. I think, and it, uh, that character's pretty great too. The, yeah, he's the re- the interactions between him and Finn. I think are going to make for great. Uh, I almost said great TV for a great uh, great chemistry and a great movie. I just don't think it's going to be this movie. I think that's. I think they're they're kind of waiting around for for the third movie. Personally, but. yeah, man, they should have had him in in Rogue One. He could have carried that movie. He, oh, he's yeah. the, he's the, he's what we need, didn't have in Diego Luna as far as the mm-hmm. charisma yeah. um, goes. Then we cut to a shot of Captain Phasma with a sword of some kind and sparks flying down facing off with Finn. Uh, That's awesome. Unmasked is in a, it looks like a uniform of some kind mm-hmm. and he's holding the shock stick that he fought the, uh, the, uh, TR eight R, um, stormtrooper from the force awakens. He's using that same weapon to then fight captain phasma. Yeah. Who we know, uh, enslaved him. Uh, mm-hmm. to be a stormtrooper, and he's going to seek revenge. I can't wait for that. I didn't even think about yeah. that storyline in here. It's a really cool I, totally. uh, thing to look forward to. I love that, too, because it, I, the character of Finn is a blast, um, but very clearly he doesn't have a place when it comes to fighting Kylo Ren. So like matching him up with Captain Phasma is a much better use of both of those characters, I think. And not to say, like Captain Phasma was not used well in Force Awakens, and everybody... You know, is pretty open about that. Finn was used perfectly for Force Awakens. It's just it also became very apparent, I think, to that character as well to everybody involved. Like, hey, he can't, he can't be out here fighting Kylo Ren because that's not, you know, that's not where he belongs. Just, just in the same way that like Han Solo mm-hmm. couldn't have gone and fought Darth Vader. That wasn't. He tried to. That, 
Right, but the, the, the <laughs> hierarchy, like, right. Force, right. like, nope, grabbed his gun and was like, yeah. nope, not happening. Yeah, You're the, in carbonite, exactly. sorry. The, the hierarchy <laughs> of power there really is is pretty, there's a vast difference. So having him match up against uh, Captain Phasma is going to be pretty awesome. I'm very excited about that. I am too. Um, okay, then we get a shot of BB-8. Surprise, BB-8 is back. Um, being shocked and uh, looks like looks to be uh, guiding a ship of some kind. Mm-hmm. We get another shot of Luke in a rainstorm, followed by those creatures that I said, uh, those wolf mm-hmm. creatures. Fox um, things. They look like some stuff from Rebels, and I can't... Crystal foxes is what I've mm-hmm. heard, so I don't know if that's factual or not. But there is, there's some creatures like that in Star Wars Rebels, and I don't know if that's going to be the exact same thing or, or not, but, you know... And it looks as if Leia is actually in the base where these foxes are running to. So maybe mm-hmm. she's the one, like the Empire Strikes Back, the one commanding the fleets in the base when they attack and all that. Uh, that's a really great scene in Empire when she's instructing everybody on what to do and uh, where to go mm-hmm. uh, when they head into battle on Hoth. So moving on. Uh, we have somebody diving into the water. It looks like Ray um, coming out of the water with Luke. More training, I'm assuming. Uh, we see Finn being enslaved by more stormtroopers with a sad look on his face. I don't know if this is pre-Phasma fight or what. Then we get mm-hmm. a shot of uh, the AT-AT um, clones shooting down a TIE fighter. Another glimpse of that scene uh, for the, from the first of the movie. Then a great shot and a great line uh, about find your destiny. And we see General Snoke for the first time mm. in all his glory without a hologram, and he looks freaking awesome. Yeah. That's a really cool... I, I'm still I'm super interested to know what his bit is and how he plays into all this exactly. Um, I know there's been so many theories out there about who he is and, and what uh, what his story or his background is, but this is... <laughs> the Him... Uh, juxtaposed with the next shot shows Ray, so you can see Snoke in the background, and so they're kind of having, I don't know if they're having a, a full-on battle or if it's more of a, uh, a, a an Emperor Palpatine, Luke Skywalker kind of battle, but regardless, it looks it looks awesome, and he looks like a very, I'm, I'm super interested to see what comes out of that with him, as much as with her. It looks similar to The Force Awakens when um the get out of my head sequence with uh, mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. Kylo Ren and uh, so yes indeed Ray is being put under the powers of Snoke here because then when it cuts to Ray uh, screaming laying back screaming but in the background you can see the robes of mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Snoke and the red right. walls so uh, I guess Kylo Ren was in Snoke's quarters at that uh, scene from the beginning of the trailer the red uh, backgrounds so. We get the uh, the ending, which is um, the big Kahuna mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people were, were pretty Ray excited about this, or or line. devastated, one or the other. Yeah, Ray says the line, "I'm just trying to find some meaning in all this, and mm-hmm. I need some help or something like that." Does yeah. that affect something like I? I think she says, "I need someone to show me, uh, show me my place in all of this." Yeah, yeah, and then um, Kylo with a stern look on his face reaches his hand out and then boom title card mm-hmm, star mm-hmm. wars the last jedi bom, bom, bom. so wow 
December 15th. Tickets available now. Got to buy yeah. my tickets. Or actually, I got, we did already. Yeah, so. I got you a ticket. So we're, we've got, we'll be at the first showing available to us here in the greater Dallas-Fort Worth metropolitan area. Awesome. So, any final thoughts, anything stick out, um, speculation, mm, yeah. um, hype? Is this more hype than The Force Awakens, you think? I don't think so. No, it's not possible. I, I'm... I will. I've said before. I'll say again. I'm. I, if you want to give me a Star Wars movie every year for the rest of my life, I'm going to be pumped and uh, excited. I'm going to be there opening night, and I can't wait to go and all that sort of stuff. But there will. I can't. I just can't imagine that there will ever be a movie in my life that will be more hyped for me than uh, than Force Awakens. Like it just. I just don't think it's possible. Partly because it was new. Um, and it's, you know, at some point this will wear off at least in terms of just over, over ridiculously crazy hype excitement. If you keep giving a star Wars movie every year, like I said, I'm there, but eventually, you know, that will diminish, uh, the law of diminishing returns at some points will, will apply, but partly it was because it was new, partly because I wanted so bad to, um, alleviate the, the bitter taste of the prequels and get that out of my mouth and out of my mind completely. JJ Abrams, just all that sort of stuff. I just, I don't think there can ever be a movie that's going to get me unless like somewhere down the line, like somehow my, my son becomes uh, a director or so, you know what I mean? Like it would have to have like that kind of a personal connection, um, to ever, to ever get there, I think. But, uh, but this is, for this year, it's as hyped as it gets for me. I'm, I'm, I'm extremely excited. Obviously, um, I can't, I can't wait. What do, you, what do you think, kid? Do you think that last, that last ten seconds, that last shot? You think that's a misdirect, or do you think that's what we're headed towards? That we're headed towards, um, that we're headed towards Ray in her efforts to discover more about the Force and who she is and all that sort of turning to Kylo Ren for uh, for guidance or instruction or, I, or whatever. I believe or what, what, what's going to happen is uh, in a very similar way to uh, the Revenge of the Sith, what's going to happen is Rey is going to be under the influence of Snoke. He's going to have her to the point of death, and then Kylo Ren's going to come in and kill Snoke. Mm. And um, then they're going to joined together not okay. as good not as evil as as one you know as right. uh just we're just gonna do whatever we want and um we because he, he you know they're hinting here that he doesn't know what he wants either yeah. <laughs> it's not just ray who's looking yes. for her place it's him who's looking for his place too mm-hmm. um so that leaves a lot of open questions for uh for episode nine but um I believe they find some kind of connection. I don't think it's a romantic connection. I believe it's no. a familial connection of some kind or, uh, you know, a, a, they're, they're the last two Jedis on Earth or something that mm-hmm. they must stick together or they'll both die. They, they, they're, they, they're all, all they have is each other. Okay. There, there is no romance in this yeah, uh, trilogy same. yet. I don't, and I don't... There's no, yeah. there's no Han and, and Leia. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. They can keep that. I mean, that, that I don't. I don't need that within this universe in any way, shape, or form. Honestly, I just, uh, it's well, it made sense it for Han and Leia. Yeah, exactly. It made some sense for Han no, and Leia. They Le- overdid and, it with uh, Padme and uh, Oh, you mean, my yeah. gosh! Yeah, Ugh, don't even. And Anakin, freaking sand. Um, <laughs> just so coarse, but uh, it gets everywhere. But yeah, I, I I think I think you're right on that front. I I think there's a pretty good chance that we're gonna we're gonna find out some sort of relation between 
Ray and and Kylo Ren. Yes, yeah. Ryan yeah. Ryan Johnson has said that we do find more about her lineage, yeah. or questions are answered regarding her mm-hmm. lineage. I don't yeah, know if I you mean, saw this on the original or at Star Wars Celebration on the. Uh, the live feed, the official Star Wars live live stream of Star Wars Celebration this year, uh, they were interviewing the cast of The Last Jedi on stage for their panel, and like the lower third on Daisy Ridley said, Daisy Ridley, Ray Kenobi, under it. <laughs> on the <laughs> oh, official no. Star Wars Oh, thing, no. And wow. people were like, oh, somebody let this slip. And uh, I'm sure they can deny it all they want. But if that ends up being true... That is wow. a major screw up and yeah, leak that's by a, that's a massive mess. The that's Star my Wars guess. headquarters. That's, yeah, that's yeah. always been my I because the I like it makes sense that she would turn out to be Luke's almost a Luke's son, Luke's daughter. But I felt like they kind of hinted at they they hit that too heavily to me, like to where I think it's gonna Kenobi has always been my my leading theory that he, that she would turn out to be um, the the I don't know the offspring of. Uh, of Ben Kenobi, and I'm I'm super. Well, she flashes back to Kenobi in that uh, in the flashback, so there's some kind of connection with him at some point. We don't right. know if it's if it's her dad, but we know he had something to do with her along the way somewhere. Well, and that could too be the the flashback is connected to the lightsaber too. So that I don't know mm-hmm. how how that will. I don't know. They could probably explain that away as well, like he says the word "Don't be afraid, Ray" or something like that, or. Uh, Okay. Run I Ray. I remember because they took the word afraid from the original um uh from a new hope and they just cut the uh uff part of it. And so the end of it is just Ray, you know, like when they cut the mm. audio, so they actually mm. had been um Alec Guinness's voice saying Ray, and that's how they did it. I remember uh, that from um a behind the scenes something. So yeah, my guess is Kenobi too as well. Yeah. But it's not; it's very obvious if if that is in fact it. It, it. Mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of questions, man. I'm I'm excited, but I think this is going to be more um laid back than our experience for the Force Awakens. It's going to be less to just take all in and be like, "Wow, what did we just see?" Star Wars mm-hmm. is back, you know. It's just overwhelming us um, the last time around, and this will be more like Rogue One, I think. Uh, you know, we'll be more familiar with the characters, but we'll be like, yeah, it's good Star Wars, man. Star Wars is awesome. And um, I think I'm going to like this one for a lot of different reasons, but it's just, again, so hard to match the original trilogy and what it means. And I just think no matter how good this is, I'm going to have a special place in my heart for all, all three of those movies, and it's going to be hard to to put those ahead no matter what, no matter I, how good. If this is 100%, it's mm-hmm. going to be hard for me to say that, yeah, I prefer this over the original star Wars, you know, it's just so mm. different. Yeah. I think, I think the nostalgia part of that will cause problems for people, but I still, I still believe this has a, this is a very good chance of being the best star Wars of all time when it's all said and done. If you can separate, this is the thing that I've loved and I've watched a thousand times. And you know, this is where it all started and blah, 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 blah from actual quality of film. I really think this has a chance to be, to be the best. And I'm, I'm excited to be proven right or wrong one way yeah. or the other, right? Yeah. I am I am too. Uh by the way, never asked you about um Force Friday this year. I know you took mm. part in all that stuff. Uh definitely not as hyped as last time. I, I think I took part in it last time. There was more I wanted to get the Kylo Ren, I wanted to get the stormtroopers, I wanted to get the whole sure. kind of baseline sure. um, Imperial stuff for uh for this. And I haven't I haven't bought any uh Star Wars uh 
memorabilia since The Force Awakens, really. I think I bought the K2SO figure from yeah. um, from mm-hmm. Rogue One. That's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Um, so was there as much hype this year? Um, was there anything... Uh, for those of you who don't know, Force Friday is when they release all of the um, collectibles, figures, and all this stuff the kids are going to want around Christmas time. And uh, uh, they released that around September for the new movies. And um, it's this big thing where the, at midnight they release it all. It's like um, it's like going to a premiere of a movie, and people mm-hmm. line up and they they're able to buy whatever. And um, they only have they have limited items and giveaways, and uh, it's a big Star Wars kind of way for people to celebrate their fandom sure. uh, over the summer. So was that cool? And uh, yeah, the report I, from that. I mean, it was cool, and there was I didn't go to any I didn't go to any midnight events. Um, I, I did. I went out Friday and got what I wanted and just kind of saw that, you know, as a, as a star Wars nerd. And that was a huge part of my uh, childhood was collecting star Wars figures and just kind of being involved in that, uh, nerdery and stuff. So it's, it's always, I just get, I get pumped up to see new stuff on the shelves. Just like, Oh man, it's really cool to, to see that. And, um, stuff that my kid can get excited about and get into, um, this year, you know, they did, it's, it was a, I think it was a pros and cons sort of thing. I think they definitely learned from the first go around with Force Awakens uh, when they, I mean, they really understocked a lot of stuff. And so it took months and months and months for everybody to find what they were looking for and um, to get everybody kind of caught up on that. And then the stores overstocked massively. And so you've seen the exact, if you, if you frequent toy stores or Target or Walmart or whatever, and, and run by the toy section, you would see the same exact figure sitting on shelves for, uh, for like Jaku two years. Fan. Yeah. Yeah. Just over and over. Jaku and over. Like, oh, just cool. You got another, $4. Yeah. Another constable Zubio. Awesome. You know? Um, and so this year, this time around, I felt like they learned from that. And so they were stocked appropriately in my opinion the downside of that is it does kind of diminish if you're into if you're into collecting i think part of the fun of collecting is kind of the hunt is looking for what you're trying to get to complete your collection or for me i collect chewbacca stuff that's like the only way that i can stay uh involved in collecting of this of this stuff without getting you know becoming all consuming and stuff so i've just chosen chewbacca is my favorite character from these films and so i'll buy any chewbacca item i can get my hands on um and so i knew coming in there was like i think there was nine different chewbacca things that i was going to be trying to to get a hold of and it took me like a couple hours pretty much to get all that accomplished last time around it was a little more of a challenge and um, on the one hand, it's nice to be able to say, oh, I got everything I needed. I didn't have to buy anything on the secondary market and all that sort of stuff. The, the flip side of that is it's mm-hmm. it was kind of fun spending a long time like trying to, to track all that stuff down and, and uh, you know, getting texts from friends or like, oh, they've got this here and all that sort mm-hmm. of stuff. Um, and I, I felt like that was kind of everybody's experience it was like it's great i got everything i needed in five minutes you know and then it's like but now what do i do and so um i guess it just depends on what um your i don't know what you enjoy most about that sort of thing i i kind of come back i collected sports cards a lot as a kid and so i have a little bit of a different take on all that stuff than than a lot of other collectors do just because collecting basketball cards and baseball cards in the mid nineties, it was impossible to just like get everything that you wanted right off the bat. You had to search for it and you had to, um, you know, keep a checklist of what you were looking for and 
visit random card shops and little towns and things like that. And and it was frustrating at times when you're like, gosh, I just need three more cards to complete this set or whatever. But it was also a ton of fun and, you know, served to kind of like I my closest friend growing up, uh, you know, we we kind of bonded over that of of what I'm looking for these cards. You're looking for these cards and that sort of thing. Um, And if you didn't come up in that, I think there's a little bit more of a desire to just, I just want to be able to go to my Walmart or my Target or my Toys R Us or whatever and get all the things that I want and walk away and be done with it. And now it's on my shelf and blah, 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 blah. And so I get that. But I also think it's kind of fun to the challenge of, of completing that. And, and that, I anyway, all that to say, I think that was a little bit lesser mm-hmm. this year compared to, to years past. But the plus side of that is, you probably didn't have to go to eBay or whatever to get whatever you were really looking for or didn't have to pay much of a premium anyway. Um, and that's, so there's pros and cons to that. Early predictions for box office. I'm going to hmm. go star Wars, the last Jedi. Okay. What did force awakens have? 2.5, 2.1. I think let's look, here we go. Two. Yeah. Just under 2.1. 2.1 worldwide okay. nine 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 hundred plus million domestic 2.1 worldwide okay um i'm gonna go right at two okay for this a little okay. bit less still admirable of course two billion dollars is a lot of money <laughs> yeah um but it will not match the force awakens um box office wise mm-hmm. that's my prediction two even yeah, I would I would I'll actually even go a little bit less. Rogue One did one one billion worldwide, which was still pretty stinking good for a spinoff. I think it definitely does better than that, but I'm with you. I don't think it will touch the uh I don't think it'll get that close. I, I kinda think three may be the one that has the best chance of like making a run at Avatar just based on you know, it's possible that that may be the last um of the main films that we're going to get for three or four years. Cause we, we still don't know what the next big trilogy or the next big set is going to be from here on out. We, we only know about kind of the standalone and the anthology films and stuff. So that third one could be huge. I'm going to go, I'm going to go 1.8 billion, one point. Yeah. Something like that. 1.7, 1.8 billion. Not bad. Not bad. Considering they bought the whole thing for, for four billion, wasn't it? Something right. like that. I mean, good gracious. Well, no, this and all of Indiana Jones and everything <laughs> yeah. else. So yeah. I mean, yeah, and the merchandising. I mean, let's oh my gosh, yeah. We know. I mean, they 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 broke even on the merchandising from Force Awakens. I think. Right. I think we we on the entire that. Star Wars deal, yeah. not just uh-huh. on the Force right. Awakens. The whole deal. They made several <laughs> billion dollars off of merchandising for Force Awakens. It's just. Did you know what a deal? <laughs> we're talking about. Um, you mentioned Avatar. Did you know that they're spending? a billion dollars making the next avatar movies like that's the budget for like all the movies together is a billion good luck good luck i i just i still don't see it man i don't understand i don't understand how that's gonna play i'm going to i'm going to disney world next month with coop and i'm excited because they have uh pandora the avatar stuff and i've heard it's really great um but i also haven't seen anyone come out of that being like man i cannot wait to go home and watch avatar again like no one do you think there are gonna be people doing avatar 2 trailer reaction podcasts no i don't see it i don't think anyone's gonna be like okay avatar trailer's out no one's gonna tweet about it or 
When is that? Is it 2029? Is it 2029 that we're supposed to get? 2020. God, it's still still two and a half, three years away. Like how? And that will be 11 years since the previous film. And no one cares about that one. I just, I don't get it, man. I just, I think, I don't know. This has got a, it's got a tough, that's, that's tough sledding. I don't know if that's going to happen. It's not Star Wars. Yeah. Nothing is though. Yeah. James Cameron keeps talking too. That's not going to help either. (laughs) Gosh, he just keeps, he can't help himself. He just loves to insert himself into conversations that don't involve him. So anyway, I I don't know, man, I'm not, I'm not too, I would, (laughs) I would definitely uh, take Star Wars over Avatar when it comes to what they're looking at long-term here the next few years. So all right, Brian, 54 minutes on a two-minute trailer. We did it. <laughs> Take that. Yeah. We could just roll for six more minutes here, just go over an hour, just to say we did. Do you want to do that? What's so, did you see, see SNL last week or anything <laughs> going on? No, I did not. What's going on with uh, Conan O'Brien these days? You know, we could do 25 <laughs> on that, I know. Um, all right. Um, this has been good. Stay yeah, tuned man. this week for, for Blade Runner it's Talk. It's a big week, dude. Uh, got- stay tuned to the VIPs for... Yeah. Close Encounters talk. Mm, mm. Awesome we, times. We may have an NBA pod late this week on the VIP uh, feed or early next week, too. So check that out NBA. as well. Okay. We, might do, we might do another bonus. You and me, Kent. We'll see. That's, yeah. this, is, this is an exciting week. Big time. It is. It's good times. Um, busy times. But until then, where can we find you on the intranet? You can find me on the Twitter at bgill 12 You can find my writing at madaboutmoviespodcast.com and the Mad About Movies podcast newsletter, which will be coming out uh tomorrow so if you're listening to this now run and subscribe really fast and you may still be able to get it me and richard had a fun conversation uh about sheldon cooper of big bang theory fame that will be uh in that newsletter so check that out kent where can i find you you can find me on the twitter at kent garrison instagram snapchat and all of that at kent garrison too find us online at mad about movies on twitter mad about movies we appreciate everyone for joining us for this bonus episode. If you like this stuff, we do more bonus episodes on our VIP feed. So go subscribe over there for as little as $1 per week for all that fun bonus stuff. And, um, of course, we will be back on the regular feed within the next couple days. Until then, we'll see you at the cinema. Goodbye. Goodbye. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling. Toss salad and scrambled eggs. Cool. It should be up in the next... 20 or 30 after I get it all exported. Cool, but I appreciate you. (laughs) But I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs. They're calling again. Scrambled eggs all over my face. They're making me ya-ya. Tossed salads and scrambled eggs. They're calling again. (laughs) 